0: Joshua chapter 5 and verse 12. And the manna ceased on the morrow after they had eaten of the old corn of the land. Neither had the children of Israel manna anymore. But they did eat of the fruit of the land of Canaan that year. It said, And the manna ceased on the morrow After they had eaten the old corn of the land, neither the children of Israel had manna no more. But God always throws in a conjunction there to let them know, I'm not going to stop one thing and leave you hanging. I'm going to give you the fruit of the land of Canaan in that year. I want to preach here today that your change is the door to the miracle. Your change is the door to the miraculous. If you would, lift your hands one more time and ask God to talk to us today. Help me, pray with me. Jesus, speak to our hearts today. God, you know every need in this building that is represented here. I ask you right now to meet that need through the power of your word here today. We come hungry. We come desirous of you. That's why we're here. Speak to us today, God, through your Word and help us adjust to what is going on in our current surroundings. In Jesus' name, God bless you. You may be seated. Well, in the title, you can very quickly tell I want to talk about change and how timely fitting it is for all of us at a time of change. Here we sit today with half of our congregation having to split two services to accommodate the regulations or recommended regulations they're asking us to do. Not exactly what we intended. We intended for things to come back together and and it would just be like it was in the beginning. But you know, coming back and even though it's not like it was in the beginning, it's not a bad thing. I've heard many people comment and make the statement that now this is the new norm. I don't believe the fragmented of congregation is the new norm, but I do believe That out of what we have come through. Nothing will be the same again. We will view church in a different way again. We will view prayer in a different way again. We will view our brothers and sisters in a different way again. And hopefully we will view the coming of the Lord in a different way again. I I don't ever want it to become just another message that I hear about. But if somebody preaches about the coming of the Lord. I want something to move in my spirit. And something to move in my heart. That makes me Realize, God, I want to make sure that my mind, my heart, and not just me, but my family is ready to meet you in that eastern sky. Change is not always easy. I used this in the earlier service. It was a statistic that was given by a doctor. He said 10% of people change automatically. They embrace change quickly. And they just jump on board. There's another 10% that they ain't going to change no matter what. They're going to stay the same and nothing in them is ever going to change no matter what you do or what you say. And 80% are in a gradual change. They will change, but it will take time. What those statistics tell me is this. 90% of us don't do good with change. There's a part of us that doesn't do well with things changing. Families change. Dynamics of families change. Husbands and wives change. Kids change. The economy changes. The world changes. But there's a God in heaven that never changes. And if I'm going to tie my faith to anything, I'm going to tie it to the God that created my earthly body. And put my faith and trust in him beyond anything else I'm ever going to trust. Now's not the time for you and I to question whether God is real, but now is the time to declare that if there's ever a God, I need Him now to be real. I need Him now. If there's ever a time to cry out to Him, it's now. If there's ever a time to look to Him, it's now. If there's ever a time to establish an altar, it's now. If there's ever a time to establish, things are changing. But my altar don't have to change. My relationship with Him can just increase. But it's hard because we're comfortable in where we are. This whole corona, I don't believe it was an accident. I don't say it's God. You've heard me say this on those videos. God did not send corona, but God allowed corona. God could have stopped it in a heartbeat. God could have changed it in a heartbeat. But this, this this group here this morning, hear me. If you hear anything I say today, God is trying to get our attention. God is trying to move us out of our comfort zone. And he's changing things. He's altering things. Change started before Corona. Change is ever present and it's never going to go away. Corona accentuated. It caused me to step back and realize what I had, what I have and assess where am I going. Where am I going in all of this? God for a moment shut down every distraction. He shut down the sport world. He shut down the bars, the casinos. He shut everything down that would bring pleasure and amusement. And he allowed the churches to be closed. When it would have been different if all these things would have shut down and I could have still came to church. But God had a way. Shutting it all down and showing you and I, I'm giving us a window. For you and I to realize change is in the air, but there's a miraculous manifestation that God is fixing to bring to you and I that we have never seen before. You say, Well, what could that be? I, I don't know what it is that maybe you're needing, or maybe that you're wanting, or you're desperately asking God for. Maybe it's a family, maybe it's a family member, maybe someone's needing a miracle in their life. I don't know what it is. You know, but whatever it is you're needing, don't resist the change. Allow the change to be the door. For God bringing the miraculous to us I believe there's a day coming That we're going to see signs and wonders Like we have never, never seen I thank God for every miracle yesterday But there's a greater miracle That God wants to do for you and I It's drug addiction Alcohol addiction Perversion, whatever it may be That's addicted and gripped our country Intoxicated on the pleasures See here's how all this correlates With my text See the children of Israel had come out of Egypt They had wandered in the wilderness for 40 years And God said i tell you what I'm going to do You came out of Egypt And that was tough on you Even though in the wilderness they kept wanting to go back Because change propels you forward Humanity keeps saying I want to go back To what's constant I want to go back because this is my identity This is what I know is comfortable Like right now many of you aren't comfortable Because there's not many people in here It's not comfortable. I don't feel comfortable. And what God is saying, I'm using this change. I'm using this, this place of being uncomfortable for one reason that you and I can look in the face of Jesus Christ again and say, listen, I'm in this with you for the long haul. It doesn't matter what I lose. It doesn't matter what I gain. I need you more than the breath that's in my body. And I don't want to lose that. It doesn't matter what changes as long as I got God that's constant in the a change I can make it through a wilderness I can make it through a valley I can make it through the darkest night as long <laughs> change is what opens the door to the miraculous I am firmly convinced that much of what we don't see happening in our life hear me hear me with this statement I'm convinced that what we don't have happening in our life, much of what we desire or the chaos or the havoc or the disarray or the ups and downs in homes and families and jobs and all this, I'm convinced that God has been sending changes all along. God has been sending these things to try to alert us and clue us in. And the... As you say, the croup de la the the final, he allowed this to come. And now where we normally would get manna, like the children of Israel, the manna, they woke up in the morning and they go out there and there's bread on the ground. It came easy. When you wake up, you just know it's there. We woke up and church was gone. I'm I'm, going to say it maybe a little bit more sterner. That was corona. What are we going to do when anthrax hits? And there ain't no vaccine. And you can't ever get back to the church again. How? See, what's so common... Bread's here every day. The church is going to be open every Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, prayer first Sunday, and it's constant. I know it's going to be here just as much as the sun coming up. And God said, I tell you what, I'm fixing to bring you to a new place Canaan. It's totally different. It's a place of abiding, it's a place of dominion and authority. That's where God's trying to take us, it's to a place of dominion and authority. And we're not just some traditional Christians. Traditional Christians never change anything. That's why families are breaking up and busting up and things are happening like crazy. I'm not saying it could have been prevented. Some things were inevitable, some things were going to happen regardless. But how I deal with the change determines my tomorrow. How I deal with what I couldn't control and what I couldn't fix or what I couldn't put back together. Do I sit here and get mad at the change? Or do I let what God has allowed to come into my life to show me a dimension of Him I've never seen before? A revelation of Him that I've never seen before. I see manna every day. I see. It. If you go back and study, they ask, "What is this?" He said, "It's manna." I give you a short, abbreviated version: breakfast, lunch, and supper. What else we need to know? It's the food that will sustain you. And God says, "I'm changing it. I'm moving it away." At that moment, how do you think they responded? You think there was fear? You think there was anxiety? You think there was worry? The bread's gone. What am I going to do? Church is gone. What am I going to do? That's why I said it in the very beginning. This corona, people are going to get spiritual or carnal. One of the two. I'll either get spiritual in it, or I'm going to get carnal. I'm going to have a Netflix marathon. Now, y'all know y'all nothing about none of that. Y'all acting all spiritual and holy. I'm just going to bury myself in what I don't want to deal with. And all along God's saying, I'm calling you. I'm drawing you. I'm trying to use everything I can. Lest it be a judgment that comes at the end of time and the fire. God don't want that. He said, I don't want none that would perish. So he uses the change of today to prepare us to see the miraculous of tomorrow. That's why I still believe God's going to heal drug addicts. God's going to heal the the things, people bound in perversion. God's going to heal the alcoholic. God's going to do miracles like we've never seen. How do you think they responded to the change? Well, I don't like this man. I don't like the fact that God didn't give them a plan. He didn't say you're going to pick from this tree, that tree, this tree. He just said you're going to eat of the fruit in Canaan. That's it. He didn't tell them what tree. He didn't tell them what berries. Can we live for God on something we don't know about tomorrow? Can I live for him in the midst of change today When I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow God is moving the church In a dimension of you don't know tomorrow I I, I made a comment to her just a couple days ago I said it would not surprise me In the least bit that this whole corona came in and it came in with a thrust and people got convicted and then a month later everybody went right back to the same old thing. They just pretty much backslidden kind of or those that were supposed to be convicted just wrote off the conviction and didn't do anything. And it would not surprise me in the least if God allowed the suddenness and the discreetness of corona. And it will, His coming will happen before anthrax. Here's what I'm trying to paint for you. Because we so happily go lucky. Just went through corona. And we made it through. And it was just something we did. We didn't intensify our prayer. We didn't intensify our fasting. We didn't study the word of God. We didn't do anything to promote to the spiritual man. And God say, I allowed it to come to bring a change but the change came but the change didn't have its effect and this is where it's going to because if you go read the 10 virgins there was 10 virgins five of them trimmed their lamps the other five didn't trim their lamps and the bible said that bridegroom came in the he came at the night if you study that out for the bridegroom and the bride the groom and the bride the bride and the bridegroom puh, 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 puh. The bridegroom and the bride. When the bridegroom comes for the bride, he never told her when he was coming. All he did was was blow a horn. No man knew the hour. She was supposed to be home constantly preparing, preparing herself, preparing her heart, preparing her mind for the new husband that she was about to take She was supposed to prepare herself, clean herself up, wash her garments, get everything ready. Because she never knew when the bridegroom is coming, I got to be ready and at the door. When Jesus comes back, he ain't going to give you an eye notification. Our notification is change is in the air. Change. Change. I almost titled this, change the messenger because it's the messenger before the message you get me? When he parts that eastern sky It's going to be a horn blowing And he's going to call the bride Us The church Those ever have repented of their sins Their sins been baptized in Jesus name And filled with the Holy Ghost He's going to call the bride home There's going to be a message But before that message ever takes place There's a message that he's given the church now I'm changing things up I'm changing the mode of operation You're not sitting in the same pew You ain't even been able to come to the church But in that change if you'll keep pursuing me I'll open the door of the miraculous that when my coming takes place you will be ready you'll be ready you'll be ready no man knows the hour all you have is the signs of the time all you have sister Whitney is to notice The change, but here's what scares me: some can't even see the change. Corona was a vacation. Oh, come on, somebody! I'll preach. I preach to five people, two people, one people. I preach to a video camera. I'll preach to a dead church. Don't even. I don't know. I can't even perceive it. Change is the messenger. That God is giving us to let us know. I'm about to come from my church. I'm about to come for my people. And you and I need to realize change is what's gonna open the miraculous. It's what's gonna open for you and I things that we've never seen before. It's gonna bring people in our back door that this community's given up on. I made reference to it this morning. There's a young man down the road, he died. Don't remember how he died, but he died. Here's my question I asked the earlier service Who taught him a Bible study? Because you hear me The blood is on somebody's hands Well he was a devil He was a dingbat He was crazy He was nuts nuttier than a fruitcake Don't matter He's a soul That God Was reaching for I don't want to let another one slip through us. I don't want to hear another one having a drug overdose. I don't want to hear another one ending up in AA. I don't want to hear about another one ending up on Skid Row. I don't want to hear about another one ending up on homeless. But we have an opportunity as the church and the body of Christ. If we'll let God change what he wants to change. And remember God's in control. And God's got everything figured out. You're going to see miracle after miracle begin to happen in your family and in your home. struggle is staying prepared for the bridegroom oh maybe i need to come back and preach on that just a little bit more because i can't get off of it Mud micah the bridegroom went away and he prepared a home jesus went away and he's preparing a home you and i are going to become he went away and all along that bride is talking to daddy and talking to family and get we got to get ready we got to make sure everything's ready See, because change started in the Old Testament and change goes to the New Testament and change is going to go all the way to eternity. It's the messenger and the vehicle by which God uses to prepare the body for what He has. See, Canaan was the land of milk and honey, was the land of promise and prosperity, favor, Authority I don't know about you brother Aaron But there's places I'm ready to go In prayer Well there's places in prayer I want to go because if I can go there in prayer Then somehow maybe I can pray a prayer That will affect my family For tomorrow See I don't know Manna may stop for him tomorrow And he may have to face things That I can't do for him So where does that leave me as a Father i tell you where it leads me I recognize change And I understand change ain't always bad But change is good The doctrine don't change The word of God don't change God don't change But life changes And if I can recognize life is changing And life is shifting And it's trying to move him to another dimension Then me as a father I can prepare myself And prepare him Listen, it's going to be a little difficult in Canaan But if you keep your faith in God God will bring you through If you'll get a little tenacity in your spirit And in your heart You can make it through anything 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 Doesn't matter what temptations come What allurements try to pull us From the world When the manna stops And change comes to your life Start looking for the door To the miraculous, to the revelation, to God, to a relationship. It's hard though, because I want to fight change. I don't want nothing to change. I'm struggling with all my dad's old friends dying and getting old, all the old cronies. She knows what I'm talking about. I miss them. Fun, good times, life's changing. Things are moving at a rapid pace. And let me say something. It's only going to pick up pace. It's going to happen even faster than we've ever seen before. This is just a forerunner of what's coming down the pike. Here's my worry, Brother Roy. Is that many people will hear today. Some won't be back next week. More may be back. Who knows? Forget even that. This whole change... Where's the conviction that woke us all up to bring us to an altar years ago? Where's the conviction that brings me to a place where I don't want to ever leave God, but I want to stay so close to Him more than anything in this world? And I speak to a younger generation, 57 and below. I'm not saying you're young. I'm not saying you're old. It's mixed. What I'm saying is this there's ever a time that we need to rally together as a church family in prayer for our families. It's now. Because I sense the manna is ceasing. There's change. You know, uh, I've met mean, people ask about Sunday night service. I don't want to change Sunday night service. We're going to keep having Sunday night service. But what if Sunday night service went away? What if the things... That have been so constant in life go away. I think about you guys. Al guy, he was your, I hear you speak of his consistency, his solidity. He's gone. Your dad'll go. My dad's gonna go. He's my consistency. My father. Your dad. He's your he's your he's your friend. He's your rock. He's a rock of the family. You know, all of you. You got such solid people, and they're gonna, it's gonna change. What are we gonna do? It's going to be us Sad to say look at this Look at our crowd For y'all that wasn't here this morning Was full We had close to 78 people How many we got? 50 40 It's going to fall on us It's us To which this thing Is going to be birthed So here today The miraculous Is upon us There's a harvest that God's wanting to give us like we've never seen before. In miracles and revelations. In God. Prayers that have yet to be prayed. And God's just looking for somebody. That'll be the one to say. You know what God. I see the change. I see the writing on the wall. I'm ready for the change. I want to get into a story. I'll touch it real quickly. And I'm closing. Musicians y'all come. The time is Yeah, Second Kings or somewhere in Kings. There was a king of Israel He was wicked king He was actually the son of Ahab and Jezebel And there was a famine in the land And in that famine in the land The prophet Elisha steps up And tells the king Just wait This is going to turn Hear me, I'm closing This ain't going to take five minutes Just wait This is going to turn And the famine got so bad That a mule's head Sold for X amount Cheap It was food It gets worse Dove's dung Dove poo poo Y'all can say I preached about poo poo Tell the older people I preached about poo poo today Dove dung Sold For money to eat A mule's head Dove, dung, the famine was so intense, pressure, people began to break. And the king who should have led those people begins to falter and question the man of God, Elisha. Somebody hear me. They questioned him. And when they, he went knocking at the door and Elisha never got Because that man of God didn't respond to fear And he didn't respond to pressure He knew the word of God was This famine's gonna end And that man, that king Beats on the door and says It's because of your God It was the king of Israel It was his God too He said it's because of your God And it's because of It's because of the God you serve And because of you, Elisha you created this problem. And Elisha response back to him was. The famine's almost over. Barley's gonna sell and wheat. you think in the mind of that king he thought for a second? You're insane. There's no barley to be found. Many times God will ask you to do stuff And respond to things That you have no proof That it's ever going to happen That's what worship is all about Lift your hands and worship Him It's a response to God That God I don't have what I need or want But I know you're able to perform it And provide it And Elijah said this is what's going to happen. Barley's going to be sold. And watch what changes it. This is where I say our revival is. Four lepers are sitting at the gate. Four lepers look at each other like knots like on a deal pickle. And they look at each other and they go, Well, we're leper. We're going to die right here. The, the Syrians have besieged the city. If, if we go into the city, we're going to die of famine. If we sit here, we're going to die. Why don't we go into Samaria? Or so the Samaria the Samarians. Samarians. Syrians, Syrians, again, man. Syrians. And at least we got a chance. Now watch, here it is. And I close with this statement. Y'all come. Four lepers made a decision to not let change hinder them.
1: Famine was in the land.
0: The king was opposing them. Nothing was going right. They had leprosy. They could have, as far as the Bible, they could have been missing parts. But yet they decided to get up and go with the change and take a chance. They went into the Syrians' camp, and when they did, they found all the food and the barley. If they would have never got up and took the chance in the change, they would have never been the recipient king when they came back and told him they said we found food and the king's response was it's too good to be true if I came to you right now and said this now Travis in one month you're going to be the plant manager I think you work at a plant or something like that you're going to be the plant manager Benoit, you are insane I don't even have a college degree I can't do that I don't know maybe you do you don't let's just pretend okay I got the money you're going to be the plant manager word of God, all it looks for is in the midst of change, can I go with what God's saying for me to do in that moment? He's not asking for you to do something you can't do. He's asking for me and you to do something that will open the door to something miraculous for all of us. Stand with me. Did it a little different. I'm not closing these altars, but I am doing it a little bit different. If you want to come to the altar and pray, I want you to feel Come and pray. Keep your six foot distance and all the social distance and how to respect other people. But if you want to come and you know we had service this morning, come out of the pew They just so they were distant and they began to pray. We actually had, if I understand it right, we had a backslide. this morning. God moved in the service this morning. God's here. And he wants to live again. But if you don't feel comfortable coming to the altar, I'm asking you to turn your pew into an altar. I'm asking you to see the families, mamas and daddies and kids, that you sit together. Why don't you grab that family that you're with? I asked them earlier, don't make it anybody, but your family. Pray with them right now. Come on, lift your hands, lift your voices right now. Families right now.